Hey there, this is Pussy Empowered Podcast, and my name is Alyssa Aparicio. I am equal parts Bronx bitch and mountain witch. Long hair, don't care, Spice Girls fanatic, pussy empower, and sacred erotic performer. I believe that when you untame your pussy, you access your power. I teach women how to do this with a holistic approach that incorporates mind, body, emotion, and spirit. As promised back in episode 2 where I shared my 9 elements of pussy power, I'm walking you through each of those 9 in no particular order, and today we are talking about arousing the sacred erotic. Ooh la la. Something that I think is obvious by now if you've been listening to my podcast or if you've followed me for any amount of time, I believe that sexuality is nothing short of fucking sacred. And by that, I do not mean in a religious or precious way, but that which exists beyond religion in a spiritual abundance. Just as I believe nature is sacred, the earth, the stars, sexuality has been given the power of creating actual human life. And thus, whether you choose to procreate or not, this energy is powerful. One thing I want to underline first is that when I talk about the sacred erotic, I'm not really going to address sexual relationship with the other. The core of what I'm actually talking about when I teach this is the intimate space between you and you. The subtle realm where you get to choose authenticity and radical honesty, as Adrienne Marie Brown calls it. This exploration requires deep unlearning and deep learning. It happens in conjunction and one always makes space for the other in a feedback loop. Because we've learned a shit ton about our sexuality and relationship to the other. Much of which has been toxic. We've learned it from a lens of jealousy, ownership, loneliness, game playing, chasing, subordination, and ghosting. We've learned it from the perspective of capitalism in the way that we constantly ingest that sex sells. And we learn simultaneously that we don't get to sell our own sex without repercussions. Our agency and motivations when it comes to our sexuality are constantly scrutinized, criticized, downplayed. The majority of porn fuels this distortion. I want to be clear that I am not opposed to the idea of porn, nor the practice in general, nor do I slut-shame women who participate in or are featured in porn. And if you do shame these women, you may want to address your whorephobia. I don't blame you for having it, but I do invite you to explore if you want to continue this judgment unchecked. In the practice of porn, we can see that many detrimental tropes are being played out again and again. The dark side of humanity comes up in the search bar of your average porn website. And what we see played out most often is deeply intertwined with the shame factor and suppression of sexuality at large. An even darker side shows itself when we consider that Pornhub has countless lawsuits currently opened against it for its supportive role in sex trafficking and actual rape being depicted on its site to this day. Unfortunately, this is where so many of us have received our education around sexuality, what it looks like, sounds like, who we need to be in order to be sexy, and men have learned that sex is meant to be quick, that a pussy is meant to be hairless, that a dick in a vagina is enough to drive a woman to orgasm. Listen, for some women it is, but they are also the minority based on the position of their clitoris and the wiring of their pelvic floor, and of course their sexual preference. So. 
When we look under the surface of this topic, it's important to understand that for many of us, it's probably going to be convoluted, uncomfortable, cobwebby at some point along the way. Traumatic memory may come forth, and I think that in the exposure of this is forward motion because what comes to light, we can begin to be aware of and start healing. Of course, it's not ideal that sexual trauma is there for many of us in the first place, but hopefully in doing this exploration, we will each pave the way for a future of less trauma in relation to sex and more downright bliss. Fact, each pussy is wired differently. That is a factor many women's magazines tends to miss when they share their guidelines to various kinds of orgasms and positions. Each woman's pelvic floor is wired like its very own constellation of stars. With a healthy nervous system, whatever her neural reality, the spark of orgasmic sensation that begins here in the pussy travels through her body, up her spinal cord, and to her brain. This path awakens parts of her that are not accessible through ordinary activity. This experience of pleasure is deeply nourishing to her and can create an experience of bliss, transcendence, peace, confidence, conviction, and beyond. These states of being are awakened by a cocktail of hormones that each serve different functions. For example, orgasmic sensation releases dopamine, which triggers happiness and motivation, amongst many other effects. Naomi Wolf, author of the book Vagina, a New Biography, refers to dopamine as the ultimate feminist chemical. She goes on to say that if a woman has optimal levels of dopamine, she is difficult to direct against herself. Here's another excerpt I love to refer to from this book. Patriarchal societies have, I contend, noticed the link between sexually assertive, sexually self-aware women and focused, motivated, energized, biologically empowered women. Let me summarize all that I've just stated for you. Sexual nourishment makes a woman unfuckable with, in her sense of self, unmotivated to show the fuck up. It's not just theory, y'all. It's science, and it's powerful. Furthermore, the patriarchy has seen this connection and taken precautions to ensure that women stay estranged from this part of themselves. Along these same lines, I want to read you my favorite part of feminist author and activist Audre Lorde's work, the uses of the erotic, particularly the erotic as power. Quote, When we begin to live from within outward, in touch with the power of the erotic within ourselves, and allowing that power to inform and illuminate our actions upon the world around us, then we begin to be responsible to ourselves in the deepest sense. For as we begin to recognize our deepest feelings, we begin to give up of necessity being satisfied with suffering and self-negation and with the numbness which so often seems like the only alternative in our society. Our acts against oppression become integral with self, motivated and empowered from within. In touch with the erotic, I become less willing to accept powerlessness or those other supplied states of being which are not native to me such as resignation, despair, self-effacement, depression, self-denial. Say it, Audrey. So in teaching women to arouse the sacred erotic within themselves, I am passionate about drawing her attention to the intimate space between her and herself, creating a sense of home within and learning how to feed herself independent of anyone outside of her. A client of mine said that as a result of our working together, she's awakening to the power of her own touch no longer waiting for someone outside of herself, 
To be nourished by one's own self is so critical. It takes us out of starvation or desperation and into developing a relationship with satisfaction and self-trust. So in this part of my framework, we have an exploration of what actually turns us on outside of what we think is supposed to turn us on, outside of the narratives that have been shoved down our throats. This is an exploration worth diving into because it is in touching this place within ourselves that we will align with our highest power. One element of the sacred erotic I like to teach on is the ritual of sex magic. There is no right or wrong way to practice sex magic, and I've come across many different ways, but ultimately it is about activating your sexual energy or pleasure and devoting it to something that you are desiring to magnetize, manifest, create. The power of sexuality is that which can create human life, remember? But its creative potential is truly endless, so why stop there? Again, this practice could potentially be done in partnership, but I recommend the exploration with self as the most integral foundation before even considering exploring it with a trusted partner. Sex magic is nothing new, by the way. I didn't invent it for sure. Throughout the ages and across the world, women and men have been attuned to their erotic power. Fertility rituals and beyond can be found today and historically across the globe. In her work, Woman in the Rain, performance artist Marina Abramovich depicts a Balkan folk culture fertility ritual where peasant women gather to flash their pussies towards the sky in a rainstorm as an important agricultural rite, considered an integral part of agricultural practice. This is one way the sacred erotic is not just about the literal act of sex. Sexual energy is available to us outside of straight up self-pleasure. We can access our sexuality with our presence, with our breath, with movement, with embodiment, with deep self-nourishment, with art. And at the foundation, it all ties back to accessing this place of deep truth, respecting and honoring this energy, giving ourselves more permission and taking the fucking lid off what we think is possible and what we think we can or can't have. Thank you for joining me for today's episode about arousing the sacred erotic. I'm excited to share that my next offering will be around sensuality and the inner lunar cycle. I'll be hosting a free live webinar and pussy empowered dance party called Activate Your Wet Ass Pussy with Lunar Sensuality. Surrender to the flow of your power. This will be on Monday, September 21st, 2020 at 5 p.m., PST, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard. You can find the link to join in in the show notes. By the way, you can always find me on Instagram at sensual underscore radiance, and I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode or anything that stuck out in particular to you. Please don't hesitate to DM me or share this episode with a friend. I would love your support in getting the word out. Until next time, stay wet out there.